see baby back home. I could cry today, amen, over the goodness of God and over the people that's prayed for us for the last few months. And uh, my heart felt thanks. Hallelujah. No man is an island. Amen. We don't live to ourselves or die to ourselves. Amen. But we need the prayers of one another. And I'm telling you, I, I love this church. We'll be eternally thankful uh, for every prayer. I'm talking about from the uh, eldest saint, the, the pastor of the church, to the smallest child that's called our name in prayer. I appreciate it so much. Give you a victory report today. I'm telling you, God's still in the healing business. Amen. God's still in the healing business. When you don't know what you're going to do, God already knows what he's going to do. Hallelujah. And I, can't, I just can't say enough about this church and what it means to me and what uh, I talk to Brother Moore almost every Sunday morning. And just to hear his voice, I'm telling you, just it, it does me good. Hallelujah. Amen. So thankful last uh, night, yesterday afternoon, for the Feast of Pentecost. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Got up about 4 o'clock this morning, which is my normal time. And I uh, hope y'all don't mind, but uh, I, I talked to God and I tried to get Ben Dale one more job. I said, God, I said, if you don't mind, if you let Ben Dale cook at the marriage supper of the lamb. It'll sure be fine with me. Hallelujah. Amen. So y'all may have one more job when you get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Because I'm just telling you, I, I, my heart just, uh, my heart's overwhelmed uh, by what this church does. And if you're a visitor here today, I'm telling you, you're among some of the finest people on the face of the earth. And you couldn't have picked a, a better place to come to today, not because I'm preaching, I'm nothing, but I'm telling Jesus Christ is everything. Hallelujah. He's everything. He is everything. And I counted an honor and a privilege to come to this sacred desk today. And I do have a little message uh, I want to preach to us. Nothing new, nothing probably that you've not heard before. But uh, I'm, uh, I just feel it on my heart. Hallelujah. No telling what we'll do before it's over with. Hallelujah. Amen. But God may move on us to minister to some. And uh, I just want to have church this morning. Amen. Amen. Got your Bibles today. Let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Book of Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 1. When you found it, say amen. amen. Now faith, everybody say faith. faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, everybody say faith. faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith... Everybody say faith. Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, 
God testifying of his gifts, and by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, everybody say faith. faith. Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, everybody say faith. faith. This is who I want to preach about. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of righteousness, which is by faith. Hallelujah. Can I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer? Come on, need a pray in church this morning. Pray, church. Come on. Mighty God of heaven, as we come into this house today, God, we invite you, Lord, to come down, walk these aisles, speak to the heart, the mind of every man, woman, boy, and girl. God, you do that, Lord, which your word can do. God, let it go forth never to return void. God, I claim victory over every spirit of hell that would hinder. God, you do it in Jesus' name. The church shouted amen. amen. Give the Lord a real good hand and clap of praise. God's worthy. Hallelujah. Oh, we can praise our way out of trouble today. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You may be seated. I have another passage of Scripture that I want to read, and you can remain seated for that. But if you'd like to go to the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 6, verse 1. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, Daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God, everybody say the sons of God, Sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created. I want you to hear what God is saying. I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. But verse 8, where I want to take a text this morning, 
But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And that's what I want to preach on for just a little while this morning. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Could I get you to lift your hands just one more time? Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. In Hebrews chapter 11 that I read this morning, we find that there were three men, three men that were counted righteous prior to the flood. And uh, that was the only three men that were named that were uh, considered in the eyes of God as righteous men uh, prior to the uh, coming of the flood. And as I begin to study that word, why did God consider these men righteous? Uh, amen. We found that the first one that he talked about was Abel and uh, the sacrifice that he brought to God. And he was considered a righteous person because he brought a perfect sacrifice, amen, before God. Uh, and, and there was other sacrifices that was brought, but uh, the sacrifice that he brought, he brought it with the right spirit, he brought it with the right attitude. Uh, amen. He brought it with the right purpose in mind. Hallelujah. And the things that we do for God today, I'm telling you, I don't want to be right. Uh, amen. Just to be right. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want to preach this one God apostolic message. Uh, amen. For the right reason at the right time uh, for the right purpose. Hallelujah. Because I realize there is no other hope. Uh, amen. And the mankind. Uh, I realize there is no other plan of salvation. Amen. When the scripture said uh, that there is one Lord, uh, there is one faith, uh, there is one baptism. Uh, I've come to preach to you this morning uh, because I don't want you to die lost. Uh, I don't want you to go to hell and you can find grace in the eyes of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Abel by faith it pleased God that he brought a he brought a sacrifice of the firstlings of the flock unto God. And, and I'm sure that Cain had the same teaching as Abel. Amen. But Cain was the kind of person that said, Well, just any old way will do. Can I tell you this morning, any old way is not gonna do. I said, any old way is not gonna do. If any way I do, then no way I do. Hallelujah. It's still repent. I said he still repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and God's grace is sufficient I said God's grace is sufficient amen to the saving of your soul hallelujah hallelujah and unto Abel it was counted as righteousness. Amen. Because he had a sacrifice that pleased God. Just stay with me this morning. Amen. And now we find that Enoch. Amen. Was considered as a righteous man in the eyes of God. Because if you go back and look. It said that Enoch walked with God. Brother Moore. Amen. Can I tell you God wants you to have more. Than just a Sunday religion. Amen. God wants you to have more. Than just Pentecost wrote across. Amen. The door 
part of your heart. But God wants you to have a walk. Amen. In the Holy Ghost. Amen. God wants you to have a walk that you can touch God. Amen. God wants you to have a walk that's going to be pleasing to God. You say, Brother McCain, can I have a walk? By the grace of God, you can. I said, by the mercy and by the grace of God, you can. Hallelujah. And it was considered, amen, and God looked at him as a righteous man because he walked with God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he was translated of God. Amen. God caught him up because he had a walk with God. You know, I'd love to tell you, amen, that everything that's got Jesus' name or Pentecost, amen, across the door is going to be saved. But I've come to preach to you, amen, except you got a walk with God. Amen. Except you got a prayer life. Amen. I don't care how much you want to live for God. If you can't pray, you won't stay. Oh, somebody hear me this morning. You may as well get with me. I'm going to preach. Uh, if you have it, her lips ever devil in hell. I'm going to preach this morning. Uh, you got to have a walk with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That old preacher, when I went in that room and sat down and told him I had a calling to preach on my life, and he was rocking in that rocking chair, and he told me, he said, are you sure? I said, yes, sir. I said, I'm sure. He said, and I'll tell you what you're going to have to do. He said, you're going to have to pray when everybody else is playing. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to have to get you a walk with God. Amen. I'm telling you, it ain't no different in this hour that we're living in. I want to find grace in the eyes of God. Amen. And he found grace. Amen. Because he had a walk with God. And now we go to the third man that I want to preach about a little bit this morning. Amen. It said Noah. He heard the voice of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But can I tell you, hearing is not enough to save you. Amen. It said Noah heard the voice of God. And then he obeyed what he heard. Amen. The scripture says, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sent of God? But just hearing the word, it's not going to save you. You got to obey this gospel hallelujah feel a little preaching spirit coming on now hello get me Hebrews chapter 4 I believe it is verse 1 hallelujah hold it just a minute hallelujah I just feel like I feel something in the Holy Ghost right here hallelujah Sister Ford, I got no idea about what you was talking about this morning. But can I tell you what the Holy Ghost just told me? There ain't no missing people in God. Hallelujah. God knows where everybody's at. Amen. God knows all things. God knows the beginning from the ending. Hallelujah. And God said to tell you, there ain't no missing people in God. Amen. God knows exactly. He cut Hallelujah. Stand up this morning. Amen. Just stand up. Whoever it is, you're going to stand in their place today. Amen. Old Sister Prevost. I was preaching in a sister by the name of Sister Prevost. Amen. She came up for prayer. 
I said, what is it you need? She said, I got a son, and I don't know if he's dead or alive. And she said, I hadn't saw him in four or five years. And I told her, I said, today. I said, not tomorrow, but today. I said, God's going to let you hear from that boy. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you, when church was turned out, amen, there was some saying this, and there was some saying that. But before she got home, she met that boy walking on the road, coming home. There ain't no missing people in God. Well, somebody ought to shout a little bit. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, the devil don't like it. Hallelujah. 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 I, I, I'm going to stay on this till I get it done. Hallelujah. Amen. Preaching in summer, I'll miss it. I'll give you names and numbers. Amen. Sister Betty Hibley come in, and she come up to the front, and she said, I got a special request. I said, what is it? She said, my son, I don't know if he's dead or alive. I hadn't saw him. He'd been gone for weeks now, and I don't know where he is. I said, Sister Betty, I'm going to tell you, God's going to move for you. Amen. You're faithful to the house of God. She said, I I just can't bear it. Uh, knowing if my son is done uh, dead or alive, just can't bear it. Uh, I said, by the grace of God, uh, amen, you're going to bear it. Uh, by the grace of God, God's going to give you an answer today. Uh, by the grace of God. Oh, run, devil, run. Hallelujah. There's some in the house didn't believe it. Uh, amen. There's some in the house that doubted. Uh, can I tell you, there'll always be some doubters uh, and some powders. Uh, but there's going to be some uh, that's going to walk in the grace of God. There's going to be some uh, that's going to receive the anointing and the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got out that Sunday afternoon. And I, I, I thought it was just a ride around the countryside because I didn't have a place to stay. Amen. I, I began to ride. And I took a little old dirt road and just riding back up in the country. A hot country Sunday evening. And I turned up what was a little lane, but it looked like it was well used. And I turned up a little lane. It went way back up in the piney woods. And when I got up there, man, it looked like Walmart for the cars that was parked there. I pulled up in that yard. Here come a guy around the house. Had on a, had on a, looked like a 45, but had on a, had on a pistol, a holster, no shirt, cut off blue jeans with a rooster under his arm. <laughs> Read between the lines. He come up to the window. He said, what are, what are you doing here and who are you? And God spoke to him and said, that's him. That's him. I said, I come to get you. That's what. He said, who are you? You a law man? I said, no, I'm a preacher man. And I said, your name's Douglas Hibley. And I said, you're wanted. Hallelujah. I said, God's on your trail. He said, how do you know who I am? 
I said, your mama, I said, you putting your mama through, through misery. Amen. She don't know if you're dead or alive. I said, but I tell you what you're going to do tonight. You're going to walk through the doors of that Jesus name church. I said, God come to tell you, amen, to put your house in order. I said, put your house in order. Amen. Or get right with God. Can I tell you who walked through the doors of that church and run to an old-fashioned altar? It was Douglas Hyde, and God filled him with a baptism of the Holy Ghost. God's grace is sufficient. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're a saint of God, if you're living for God, if you're doing it right, I'm telling you the grace of God is going to see you through every trial. And the grace of God is going to be multiplied unto you. Hallelujah. Read for me right there. Start over. Let us therefore fear. Lest a promise. Everybody say a promise. Can I tell you something? Somebody hold up a Bible. There you go. Every promise in that Bible is made by God unto man. <laughs> now that ain't no great revelation to some of you. But you need to stop and think about it. Hallelujah. If you're living beneath your privilege today, there's a promise in this book. Amen, that was made to mankind. And can I tell you one of those promises? Amen, them little, them dear little sisters like Sister Betty Hibley. Amen, with tears rolling down her face and saying, I can't bear it anymore. Amen, brother, I'm telling you, she didn't run to no honky-tonk somewhere. Amen, she ran to where the grace of God. Amen, it's sufficient. Hallelujah. Amen, she ran to where the grace of God was going to give her an answer. Hey, somebody in this room this morning, you feel like you've reached your ropes in. Just tie you are not in it get you a bulldog grip and hold on the grace of God is going to be sufficient when you don't know what you're going to do God already knows what he's going to do read for me a, a promise read it they don't forget what we started on let us therefore fear, lest a promise be left to us. Everybody say, I got a promise that was left to me. Hallelujah. Of entering into his rest. Can I tell you something? You ain't got to die to enter into his rest. <laughs> you ain't got to die to enter into the rest of God. Amen. God's grace. Hallelujah. Have you ever toiled and toiled and toiled as a child of God and it looked like hell had kept out around your doorsteps? You was living right, but your kids wasn't. And you was doing everything right, but everything was falling apart. I'm telling you, God will let you enter into that rest. His grace is sufficient for you. Read for me. Lest any of you should seem to come short of it. This is where I'm going. For unto us was the gospel preached 
as well as unto them. They had the same word preached to them. Probably had the same preacher preaching to them. Hallelujah. Read for me. For the word preached to them profited them nothing, not being mixed with faith. And them that heard it. Brother, they heard it just like we did. Amen. They heard it just like Brother Moore did. They heard it just like Brother Ford did. They heard it just like Brother McCain did. Amen. But they sat back or either walked out of the house of God and rejected the word of the Lord. But unto them that heard it and did something about it, amen, we found grace in the eyes of God. And that's how Noah found grace in the eyes of God. He did not just hear the word. He obeyed the word hallelujah hallelujah and it was to the saving of his household hallelujah amen a wicked and perverse generation amen that had come forth I'm telling you just as sure as there was a lamb that was slain for sinners from the foundation of the world. Amen. God had a people uh, that he was going to call by his name. Amen. From the very foundation of the world. Uh, I believe that whenever Adam and Eve uh, Amen. Let me back up just a little bit. Uh, amen. There were two accounts of the creation. Uh, amen. Found in the book of Genesis. Uh, one was in chapter 1 verse 26. Uh, uh, through 31 and the other account of, of creation was in chapter 2 and there God begins to explain amen that on the sixth day that he made man out of the dust of the earth and he breathed that breath of life into him and he became a living soul amen can I tell you if you're full of the Holy Ghost this morning you are a living soul and the grace of God is applied to you it is the promise of God in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know the fall of man. If it's a, a day or two closer to Father's Day, I'd preach a little bit. Hallelujah. He put Adam in the garden to dress it and to keep it. That dress it wasn't, it wasn't talking about what we got on. Hallelujah. It can, but it wasn't. That dress it was to prepare it on a daily basis to make sure it was right. On a daily basis to make sure everything was in order. Can I tell you something? You don't live for God a month in advance. Amen. You live for God on a daily basis. Hallelujah. Amen. And grace is not, oh, I'd love to tell you it is, but it ain't. Amen. Grace is not applied to us way in advance. Amen. But whenever you step into the fire and you step into the trial and you feel like sometimes that you're walking right by yourself. Amen. Then all of a sudden you get a call and, and, and there's a preacher on the other end of the line that says, hey, Ben Dale's praying for you. Amen. You ain't in the trial by yourself. You're not walking through the fire by yourself. Amen. Can I tell you what it is? It was God saying, my grace is sufficient. Amen. You have found grace. And the the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And my grace 
is going to see you through. I hadn't brought you this far. Amen to lose you now. Amen. Can I tell somebody? God hadn't brought you this far. Amen to throw you aside. But the grace of God will save you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there you know how that Abel was slain. There were, there were two people there. Cain was one type. Abel was another. And now we find that after Adam is 130 years old, we find that there is another son born by the name of Seth. And it said, in Seth, amen, was created in the image. Hallelujah. Created in the image of Adam, that perfect man. Amen, that perfect man. Amen, God's always had a people. And when it said when Seth was born, it said that men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Amen. What was it? It was that chosen generation. Amen. It was that chosen seed. Hallelujah. And, and, and if you'll read it in your Bible, amen. As a matter of fact, just go to it. Amen. You got your Bible? Help me read a little bit today. Give me St. Luke 3 and 23. And brother, you give me St. Luke 3 and 38. Amen. I'm these men that were called the sons of God. Amen. That caused wickedness on the face of the earth. I've heard preachers say it was angels. Amen. Can I tell you, angels were not born. Amen. They were created. This was men that God was talking about here. Ain't no little baby angels. It's going to grow up to be big angels. Hallelujah. Three and twenty-three. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. Hallelujah. That's good. That's good. All right. Jesus. We're at Jesus right here. And now we're going to back up. Go to verse 38. Which was the son of Enoch? Which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. I'm telling you, they started out as being the son of God, and it ended up 75 generations later. Amen. Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus is his name, and still the son of God. Hallelujah. I want you to understand, amen, that the grace of God is going to follow the church. And the grace of God is going to follow the child of God. You just got to stay with the church. You got to stay with the truth. You got to stay with the message. Hallelujah. 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 75 generations of it. Started out the son of, of God and ended up the son of God. Can I tell you whatever God started out with? Amen. It's going to end up the same thing. 
Hallelujah. Amen. If they had to have the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues, amen, just like the Bible said, amen, can I tell you, God's going to finish up with the same thing. Amen. If the church was born on the day of Pentecost, amen, when there was a sound of a rushing mighty wind that filled all the house where they were sitting, amen, can I tell you what God's going to end up with? No, it ain't going to be a church that's just sitting in the smoke. It's going to be a fire. I said it's going to be a fire in the house of God just like it was on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis. Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. Hallelujah. Wickedness had come upon the land and men began to Men begin to, just anything and anybody, anybody's daughter that they chose, that's what they did. Can I tell you something? It's almost like the hour we're living in today. Now, whether you realize it or not, America's in trouble. Amen. I'm a patriot. I'm talking about from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. I am glad to be an American. I'm glad to be a Southern American. Hallelujah. Amen. I ain't talking about South America either. I'm talking about being born in the South. Amen. That's got a heritage. Amen. A loving God. I've got a heritage. I'm standing for what's right. Hallelujah. Say, how Southern are you? My great-grandpa's name was Robert E. Lee McCain. That tells you anything. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, wouldn't take, I wouldn't trade places with you. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, wickedness filled the face of the earth, and it's filled the face of the earth today. Amen. And I know, I know there's people... There's people that's being stirred today. Amen. By what they see and by what they hear. But can I tell you being stirred is not enough. Amen. Just hearing is not enough. Amen. But if we're going to find grace in the sight of God, we got to do something about what we hear. Hallelujah. Amen. And this, this eighth verse of this sixth chapter where I took my text tonight. Read for me. But Noah found grace. And the eyes of the Lord. And I want to preach to us for just a few minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. Noah was a man just like me or just like you. Amen. That was just toiling alone in the daily grind of life. Amen. And there God looked on the face of the earth. And God said, I'm going to destroy mankind. Amen. Because they're wicked. Amen. Because they're lusting. Because they're evil. Amen. Because it has come up before me. But all of a sudden he saw somebody. Amen. That got his attention. And he looked at this old boy. Amen. By the name of Noah. And he said, Hey, I see something in him that I don't see in the rest of the world. Can I tell you, God's looking out over the balcony of heaven and he sees something at Bendale. I said, He sees something at Bendale that he don't see out in the world. 
He sees somebody that's not only willing to listen, Brother Moore, amen, but they're willing to obey. Hallelujah. And oh, Noah, when God began to talk to him, amen, Noah said, just whatever you want me to do. And the scripture said he kept all the commandments of the Lord. Amen. And i tell you what God did. God gave him grace. Amen. To face a generation. Amen. That was wicked and perverted and turned their back on God. And God's going to give you grace. I said God's going to give you grace to face this generation. God's going to give you grace in this hour that we're living in. If you're willing to obey. Hallelujah. If you're willing to obey. Noah was counted to him as righteousness because he not only heard the voice of God, but it profited him because he applied it unto himself. And it was to the saving of his household, Brother Moore, Amen, that that saving grace of God, amen, come down and move for him. Amen, can I tell you why? Amen, he not only heard the voice of God speak, I'm sure there were others there that heard the voice of God, but there was something in him he picked up and he went to work on that ark. Hallelujah. Amen. It thrilled my soul as I, I drove up on this churchyard yesterday afternoon and I saw people working for God. I saw people that wasn't willing just to hear. Amen. That they were saying, let me do something. Amen. Let me be a part of it. Amen. Can I tell you, you will find grace. In the eyes of God to face this generation that you're living in. Hallelujah. You'll find grace. Noah began to work on that ark. I can see him ever, maybe every afternoon as he started shutting down for the day. I can see maybe he climbs up on the bow of that ark and he begins to preach. There's going to come a day. There's going to be a judgment day of God. There's going to come a day, and God's, God's told me to prepare this ark of salvation and preach it to all mankind. Hallelujah. I've come to preach to you right here in 2011. There's fixing to come a day. Amen. We're working on the ark this morning. Amen. There's fixing to come a day. Amen. That judgment's going to come upon this earth. And everybody that has not obeyed the gospel is going to be lost. Amen. You're not going to be saved because you're a good man or a good woman. You're going to be saved because of Calvary. You're going to be saved because you've accepted. Amen. A simple plan of salvation. Amen. What must we do to be saved? Then Peter said unto them, Amen. Repent. I'm telling you, you got to repent. If you're going to be saved, uh, you got to repent. Uh, he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. Uh, you can't be saved uh, without being baptized in his name. Give me St. Mark 16 and 16. I've heard people say, Brother Baptism, do you really think it's essential? I said, it's just as essential as receiving the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. And we, we are living in a world. I know of three men that don't attend church. One called me here just a month or so ago. And 
He said, Brother McCain, he said, I'm so disturbed by what's going on in the world. He said, will you baptize me? He said, I don't want to die lost. I went and gave him a Bible study, and I told him, I said, now baptism alone, amen, is not going to save you. I said, but it's an essential part. I said, you're headed in the right direction. Amen. He said, he said I, I, I asked him, had he ever been baptized? And he said, he said, I was baptized in something. He said, when I was a kid. He said, I don't know what. And I told him, I said, Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I'm telling you, you got to have that blood of Jesus Christ uh, applied to your never dying soul. And the only way that you're going to get it is baptism in Jesus' name. And the only way you're going to get the grace of God applied to your life uh, is once that blood is applied, stay under the blood. Uh, amen. Stay under under the blood and let the grace of God be sufficient unto you. Hallelujah. Read for me. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. It don't say he that believeth and is saved shall be baptized. You got to have baptism just like you got to have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. If it wasn't important, he wouldn't have took them out at the midnight hour and baptized them. Hallelujah. If it wasn't important. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, by hearing and obeying the word, Noah found grace in the eyes of God. And, the, and God has not changed his plan, not one bit. By hearing and obeying the word of God. We can find grace to face this perverse generation. Amen. We can live for God. Hallelujah. When there's a world that's been crying out for 50 years, amen, that nobody can live a life holy. Amen. I come to preach to you without the Holy Ghost. You can't. Amen. Without the grace of God being applied to you, you won't. Hallelujah. Amen. And grace. Uh, I asked a question the other night at church. <laughs> Amen. From, I'm talking about adult men. I said, what is grace? And one raised his hand. He said, it's what we say before we eat. I told him, I said, grace is a lot more than that, my friend. Amen. I said, grace ain't something you just apply when you're in trouble. Amen. Grace is the way you live. Amen. Grace is grace comes by the way that you obey. Amen. Grace comes by the way that you hear and do what you've heard. Hallelujah. And grace don't give you a license to sin. Amen. When you are doing your best and you mess up or get in a little, little trouble, it's grace that's going to see you through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's grace. And Noah faced that generation because he found grace in the eyes of God. I've come to preach an encouragement and strength to somebody in this house. We can face this generation. Hallelujah. And not only face them, we can win them. Hallelujah. Because we can find grace in the eyes of God. Praise the Lord. If God should mark iniquity, who would stand? Have I got a volunteer in the house? Is there anybody could stand today and say, hey, I've, I've been perfect since the Holy Ghost came? The Bible said that Noah was 
perfect in his generation. Can I tell you what he was perfect through? The grace of God. It was the grace of God. Hallelujah. He was perfect in not changing the message. He was perfect in building that plan of salvation exactly like God said to do it. And through that, God's grace allowed him to be perfect in his generation. And God's grace can allow you to be perfect not because you're without fault, not because you're without error, or possibly even sin, but if you stay with the church, if you stay with the preacher, if you'll keep a man of God between you and eternity, hallelujah, then the grace of God is going to be sufficient to see you through. Hallelujah. Finish it, Brother Moore. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Hallelujah. Pretty plain talk, Brother McCain. <laughs> it's real plain talk. Real plain talk. But it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. And the Scripture said, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they have not the love of the truth. Hallelujah. Who did it say? Get, just get it for me. I want them to know it's there. Uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. I'm telling you, Dave, we've got to fall in love with this truth. If we're going to get grace in our life, if we're going to walk in a way that we can get grace in our hearts, in our minds, you're going to need a miracle. Don't care who you are. Don't care what walk of life that you're in. Somewhere you're going to reach a point that man can't fix it. Somewhere you're going to reach a point that you're going to need divine intervention. Hallelujah. When I called Brother Moore, I hate to preach about myself that much, but when I called Brother Moore and they told me that I had, a, had a cancer on the, in my head, and I tried to be strong, but I wasn't. I was just human. Human. And in our walk, we're going, we're going to be human. Don't give us a license to go out and willfully sin. But there's going to be times that we're going to be weak. And there's going to be times that we're going to need strength. And there's going to be times that we need mercy. We're going to need the grace of God. And, and that doctor explained to me, he said, if we tried to get it twice, he said, we're going to go after it a third time. He said, if we don't get it, he said, then, you know, where it's at and all, he said, there's not going to be a lot that we can do. And uh, I was telling God, I said, God, I don't want you to replace me. I said, I'm, I'm, I think I'm giving you my best. I think I'm doing my best. And I said, God, I don't want you to replace me. But I'm just telling you, I was just, I felt like the most alone person in the world. And, and I, I began to call preachers, and, and preachers just, just, it was the grace of God. Nuggets of gold, just grace of God. And... Uh, in the midst of that surgery, they were about two hours into it. And that doctor, I was conscious, and that doctor told me, he said, um, that, that cancer's wrapped around the, the nerves and the ligaments. He said that opens and closes your eye and raises your eyebrow. And he said, I can't go any further. 
He said, I'm just telling you, if I go any further, he said, I'm going to cut them in two. And he said, he said that eyelid's going to drop and that eyebrow's going to drop. And I said, man, what are you waiting on? I said, you done told me if you don't do it, both of them's going to drop. I said, get after it. Can I tell you when a preacher gets to preaching to you? And he's trying to get something out that he knows is going to destroy you. It's not enough just to hear it. That doctor could have talked about cutting that out all that he wanted to. But until I obeyed and said, do it. Do it. And after the surgery was done, they come and they took that blinder off of me. And uh, I raised my eyebrow and I said, are you through? He, he said, do that again. And I raised that eyebrow. And he said, I'm telling you, somebody's praying for you. He said, he said that ligament and that nerve's cut clean in two. He said, you're not supposed to be able to open or close your eye. Amen. You're not supposed to be able to open. I'm telling you, the grace of God, when you've done all that you can do. Hallelujah. Amen. When you've done all that you can do. Amen. The grace of God's going to see you through. Hallelujah. Amen. When you've walked all that you can walk. Amen. The grace of God is going to be sufficient to see you through. They come to the music this morning. They come to the music this morning. Hallelujah. There were two kings. There were two kings in the Old Testament. One was named Asa. And it said that he tried, but he just didn't get everything right in the sight of God. There were some high places that he just never did get tore down. But they said his spirit was right with God. Hallelujah. And there was another king by the name of Amasa, I believe was his name. And they said he did everything right in the sight of God. But his spirit was not right with God. Which one do you think would find grace? It's important how we approach God. It's important with the spirit that we keep. When we walk through the trial and that we don't charge God foolishly with things. Amen. When it seems like that all those around us might be prospering and, and it seems like that God has just let you struggle, can I tell you, keep a right spirit with God. Be excited about their blessing. Be excited about what God's doing. and God may be testing your attitude to see if your spirit's right. Because somewhere the grace of God, it's waiting to come to your rescue. Hallelujah. Just as sure as Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Amen. Yeah, we're facing a time like we've never seen in America. But I got all the confidence in the world and the church. I believe in the church. Sister Moore, I believe in the church. Hallelujah. The church is not going down, it's going up. Hallelujah. The church is still just as powerful today as it's ever been. Hallelujah. I'm not concerned whether there's going to be a church. There's going to be a church. I'm concerned about who's going to be in it. 
But there's going to be a church. And that grace of God and mercy of God is just as real as it was the day of Calvary. Hallelujah. As we stand. I've preached here before about the bunch of Rechabites for 450 years that wandered in the wilderness. But the grace of God brought them to the house of God. And the grace of God restored unto them. And there's somebody in the house today, you didn't come just to say that you went to church or where you could just tell somebody, hey, I went to church. But you need some things restored. You need some things fixed. You need to be saved. Hallelujah. You need to be saved. God's amazing grace, we sing about it. Yeah, we use all of that in vain so many times. But I've come to preach to you this morning that that amazing grace of God, it'll see you through if you'll let it be applied today. There's some today you come and you're so weighted down by the things of this world and weighted down by problems in life and don't know what you're going to do. We wring our hands and, oh, we can't hardly wait to tell somebody else. We don't know what we're going to do. But I've come to tell you today, if you just turn it over to God, put it on an altar of prayer, God already knows what he's going to do. And that same grace that Noah found, I found it too. You found it too. That same grace that whenever God should have brought judgment, we were shown mercy. Hallelujah. Noah, just as sure as he found grace in the eyes of God, there's some here today that you just need to come. You need to come stand around this altar. Some needs to come seek for God. You don't have to leave here without the Holy Ghost. Just as sure as there was a table spread last night, God's got a table spread this morning. Hallelujah. God's got a table spread where the saints of God are fed. Hallelujah. Call is chosen, come and die. Don't live beneath your privilege this morning. You say, Brother McCain, I, I, I've signed a, a church card. I joined a church. I, I shook a preacher's hand. I know you did it in good conscience, good faith, but there's nothing in this Word of God about that. Amen. The Bible said you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit to enter into the kingdom of God. That water is water baptism in Jesus' name. That Spirit is the unfilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. I'd like to encourage you today. If you've never tried Jesus, don't walk out of this house without trying His amazing grace this morning, as they say. Anybody for Calvary? Anybody need another touch into that amazing grace? <clears throat> Anybody feel like you're a little cold this morning? And, hallelujah. That maybe you're not as close to God as you once was. Maybe you're not as close as you need to be. Would you please come?
Would you please come? Come on. Say.
And burn. 
of God this morning but the grace of God hath appeared unto all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust we should live righteously soberly godly in this present world Pastor Moore praise God praise God, praise God. has your faith been encouraged this morning yes in the grace of God Are you worried about your generation you're living in? Are you worried about the, your nation? Well, if Noah could find grace and give him the strength to do what he done in his time, I think that same grace is among us today. And we can live the life and be the overcomers that God would have us to be. Thank God for his amazing grace. Not only has brought me out of sin, but is able to keep me out. Amen. I'm not perfect in myself. We're made perfect in Him. And by His amazing grace. 
appreciate the word of God today. If we really take this to heart, I'm telling you, it can change our way of thinking and way of living. Amen. God bless you. Why don't we all just stand together again? Appreciate our guests being here. If any way possible, tonight, 5.30 prayer time, gather up in the fellowship hall. Let's call heaven down in the fellowship hall in prayer time, and they're going to bring it right out here with us. Amen. And let's have church in this house. So good to see Brother Chris with us. Amen. Worked all night and came to the house of God this morning. Praise God. Bless him. I'm telling you. I'm going to pray. God to give him rest. God can give him about eight hours of sleep in two hours. Hey, God can do that. Amen. I'm going to pray the Lord to give him rest in his body this afternoon. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. You can consider yourself dismissed in the fear of God. God bless you.